morning, praise the Lord, and welcome to another fantastic episode of Kane's Christian Discussions slash The Duggan Kane Show. I am so excited that you are able to listen to this program today. For those of you regular listeners, it is good to have you back. And for all of you new listeners, it is wonderful to have you, and we are always happy to have you listening to this show. I want you all to know that. And thank you for checking out the show. Yes, that is the truth. That is the truth. You know, I I, I heard you say that last time, uh, man. Where'd you get that? Who says that? Oh, yeah, from Cop Life. If you haven't heard that show, man, you need to check the podcast, ladies and gentlemen. The show is called Cop Life. You need to check that out for yourself. But uh, we're not going to leave any spoilers on that one. No. But, anyways... Um, every week, as you know, I've told you we were going to have podcasts going on every week. And so, me and my buddy Doug Prez have been doing podcasts ever since for the past six months, and we've decided to do them weekly. And this week, we were, we told, well, first of all, last week, we told you that this week we were going to start talk. we were going to talk about civilian ride-alongs and a couple of other things as well. And to get this podcast started, it is my honor, privilege, and blessing to introduce to my listening audience... Um, uh, an auxiliary deputy, a dispatcher, and a ride-along officer. I introduce to my listening audience, Doug Prez. And Doug, I'd like to welcome you to Kane's Christian Discussions slash the, the Doug and Kane Show. All right, thank you. Thank you very much, my friend. And uh, glad to be here again, once again, every week. Yep. Every Thursday. Thursday is podcast day. Yep. Did you, you, know, you know, I think they should make a... Uh, they should, they should put that on the calendar. Uh, people should put it on the calendar as podcast. Because uh, I think they should honor everybody that, that does podcasts. Not just, not just us, but everybody out there in the You know what? That's actually a good idea. Did you hear that little surprise? I, I showed you. I played you right there, man. Yeah, I love it. And that was an audience right there. You just didn't know it. But for the past six months, there's been an audience in this room, and you just did not know it, man. <laughs> Uh, you're not going to ride in the back seat. 
unless there's like not enough room in the front, maybe. Uh, so what we do is, now let me go through the ones in Wood County who do civilian ride alongs, in case anyone's listening in Wood County, probably be a good idea. Rossford Police, they do civilian ride alongs. Wood County Sheriff's Office, BGSU Campus Police. I don't know anybody would want to ride with them because, uh, well, they don't do that much. Pepperville, Lucky, Lane, Rising Sun, and Fallbridge, I think Lake Township. So there are several of them around this county that doesn't, and there are some in Henry County that does as well. I don't know about Holland. I don't know if they do them or not. To check into that is if you know somebody that is a law enforcement officer in your county or in your local area, just ask them, you know, do you guys do ride alongs? And I'll tell you. Or you can always call your local police department. Well, make sure you don't call 911. Make sure you call the non emergency number. So you do that. And just ask them if they do. And some of them have discontinued because of liability issues. Uh, Portage, as a matter of fact, used to build them back when they, they did them. And uh, no, I never got the opportunity to go with a uh, Portage officer, but I wish I would have. But, uh, yeah, they do quite a bit. Uh, now, the state patrols, I wouldn't, I don't know, I wouldn't think they would because they do so many highway things. But there's a lot now. What do you do in a civilian ride law? Number one, you meet the officer at the station, at their station, wherever it is you do your ride along at. You got to sign a form that says on it um, that they're not liable. The only reason it is because you ride along at your own risk. Does that make sense? Makes complete sense. Yes, I do. Yeah, yeah, because you, because you, uh, because otherwise the officer, the sheriff's officer, police department would be liable for you, and they don't want that because you ride along at your own risk, and so that's why you sign that form. Now, if you're an auxiliary like me, uh, you're a part of the department. You no longer have to do that. You don't have to sign that anymore because you're part of the department. And uh, qualifications of a ride-along. What are you permitted to do? What do you do? Well, you sit there and you kind of ride with the officer. You can ask him or her questions about the job, whatever it is that you might do. Now, you are not to touch anything in the cruiser. You're not to touch anything at all. You're just there to ride. And now, there are times that you could. Now, a life or death situation, you can get the radio and call for help, that, that microphone. That you can. If an officer would be down or an officer would be struggling with somebody and can't get to the radio, then you'll do that. So there are some things that you can do. As well as, a lot of people know about the public address system. See it on cops, right? Uh, yes, I have. Public address system, FBA system, where they pick up. 
Driver, get out of, get in the car. Driver, sit down in the car. Driver, step out of the car. Passenger, step back. Now, that a civilian ride-along can do. Nobody else can hear that, but it doesn't go over the airway. So, that you can do if they be. So, you do have some responsibilities. Some of them you're only allowed to do it for so many hours. Uh, so that's, you might have to check into also as to how long. Some of them you can do a whole shift. Some of them will let you do that. And some of them only do it certain days. Like uh, BGSU Police Department, they only do it certain days. But like I said, would, honestly, would you want to go on a ride along with a BGSU cop uh, and get out and do like building checks with them? I, I think that would be kind of boring for me. But but some people might want to. It it's available. It is available. Mm. Uh, yeah. Uh, park rangers. Park rangers. Uh, some of those do ride along. Really? Yeah, I never rode them one because I don't know any of this uh, in my county anymore. But yeah, the park rangers don't. And uh, the park rangers have the same powers as the police, actually. They can pull you over. Mm-hmm. Matter of fact, here in Wood County, they, they're not called park rangers anymore. Wow. They're called, they're called park police. Park police, wow. <laughs> park police, yeah. Because they got, because the park rangers, they like the, some of them still do it, but Wood County cut it out. And they got somebody to do the park maintenance for them. And what they'll do is they'll do the, Park, uh, the park maintenance, and they were doing all that stuff. But now they can focus more on their immediate areas, bike trails, things like that. Now they got somebody else that does that for them. So they can. That's what made them get their new decals and call it a park police. And uh, that's what's always nice about. That's what's nice about it is I. I always felt that. A park ranger shouldn't have to do all that responsibility. But anyway, park rangers, yeah, you can do ride-alongs. But again, I'm not sure which one to do. Um, call your local uh, park district, and they should—they'll be able to hook you up if they can do a ride-along. If they do it, they'll have all your answers. Or you can also—you can always look on Facebook too. Maybe that might have something on there. But I doubt it. It's almost better just to call on the phone and ask them if they do it. Um, so, yeah, those are the civilian ride-alongs. That's what you can do. You, you go and you just kind of see what the police officers do. And that's firsthand. Now, when you do that firsthand, that's pretty cool. Now, when I, now when I was in, after I got out of the academy, I got to work the red and blue lights when we would go stop somebody. The uh, sheriff deputy I'd ride with would tell me when to turn the light bar on, and then I could then do that. So if you go through the academy or something like that or some type of training, you do have a little bit more uh, privileges too. But yeah, you can do you can do ride-alongs, and uh, you kind of you the uh, you know not to get you don't get out of the car on a ride-along unless you're directed to do that. You stay in the 
in the cruiser at all times. Plus, they tell you to get out of the car. Then you do. Obviously, at the station you can, but but when you're, I'm speaking of when you're on the road, you don't necessarily want to do that. So, like I said, I encourage, I encourage it. If you can get, they get a civilian ride along, if you can do that, I encourage it. You won't regret it. If you can ride along with the department, you won't regret it at all. Matter of fact, matter of fact, you'll thank me for that advice. I'm sure you will. If you do it, you will. Yeah, you get that. Plus the dash cams in there, you get to see, look at everything that's in the car. Um, the law enforcement officers, for the most part, they'll tell, they'll fill you in on everything. When you're in the car, they will. They'll tell you what everything does. They'll show you. Matter of fact, the uh, when I rode with that with that sheriff, uh, Brian, when I rode with him, he actually, before we even hit a stop, he actually showed me how fast the car could go. And uh, I said to him, I said, uh, Brian, uh, is this car fast? He goes, you, you like you want to hold it to the floor? And I, I thought he was kidding. I'm like, sure. And he's like, all right. He drove past his lieutenant's house. He goes, all right, here we here it goes. <laughs> and he put his foot down. And he showed me. First hand. Now, the one thing that a lot of police officers will ask you before you go on a ride along, the main question is, are you scared to go fast? Because we may have to. So I hope you're not scared. Because we may have to. I was asked that question. I said, uh, Brian, I said, no, sir, I'm not scared to go fast. That's what the seatbelt's for, isn't it? Yeah, that's what the seatbelt's for. And there you have it. So, it was nice to go for a... It's really nice to go on a ride along because then you get a taste of what the police do, how they conduct themselves, everything like that. So it's nice to, if you can go on a ride along, by all means, do it. You won't, uh, you won't regret doing it. But if you do regret it, then I don't know what planet you're from. I'm sorry. But I, have no, I don't know what planet you're from if you regret it. If, if, you, if you regret riding along with a law enforcement officer, I, I don't, I have... What is, what, is, uh, what is wrong with you? <laughs> I, now I know some ride-alongs can be boring. Yes, they can. I know that. Mine, fortunately, was not. But some of them can. Because it, it is, you don't know what's going to happen. Now, that'd be the only time you'd probably regret doing it, but... No, 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 don't say that. Don't give up. Oh, that was boring in there. I didn't like going on that ride along. That was so boring. Try going on the 4th of July. <laughs> well, you know what? That's actually a great idea. Because there's a try lot. Go, try, try, go, try going on the Memorial Day. Yeah, that would be great right there. You should, I recommend that. Right there. New Year's Eve. Oh, yeah. 
You know, I want to go back to what you said about the dash cams earlier, man. It's so it's so funny when you brought that up because I was actually about to say you may want to point out about the dash cams too, man. Don't forget the dash. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and actually, the the dash cams actually have video and audio. So when you're inside the car, you can actually hear what's going on. The officer can turn it up so you can hear it, and it, it sounds so real. You hear the officer walking up to the car. You hear you hear everything he says, everything the other person says, everything that's being done. You hear it. Yeah. I heard it. Uh, when I rode with Brian, I, I heard it. I heard everything he said, everything he did. Walked up to the car. still for the very first time. How many how many years have you been an auxiliary deputy? How many years have you been involved with law enforcement?
that's how long I've been uh, that's how long I've been doing this for. So I definitely know what's going on. But yeah, so I mean, there's times some people get in trouble though. Some officers get in trouble with their dash cam body cam for using unnecessary roughness or whatever, and that's their fault. But there's also times that they might be told that they do something bad, but then they don't because that dash cam shows and that body cam shows it shows every it shows everything from the moment you get out of the car it shows every, it, a lot of times when you turn the red and blue lights on it's on it comes on not every car does that but usually it does if you don't, then you gotta hit record. There's a record button. But in the sheriff cars and all of them, there is a, uh, there, there's a, they turn on with the overhead light. So it's, uh, it's pretty neat. Rather you're an auxiliary riding in the, uh, in the car, rather you're an auxiliary driving an auxiliary deputy vehicle or whatever it might be, you still got a dash cam. Yeah, because you, you never know what's going to happen. You do the, the uh, funeral escorts. Somebody cut out front of yourself. You know what? In my opinion, man, if, if police officers are doing funeral escorts and somebody cuts right in front of you, man, in my opinion, that's a darn flat-out cruel. A lot of people that way. Very much so. A lot of people that way. <clears throat> Very much so. You know, I just... Makes me wonder when people do stuff like that, or if they commit any violence of some sort. Tell me if you. you, you know, how many people can say you don't stop for an emergency vehicle? Like ambulances, anything. Anything. Anything do that. I, I think probably quite a few. And guess what? They get tickets for it. Because they deserve it. Wow. 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 As they deserve it. Yes, they, they will do. get a ticket. Yes, they do. And it is not right. No. You know, something I want to know, ladies and gentlemen, and I, if you know this, please message me on Facebook about this. What do you think this world has come to? What what does this world come to is what I'd like to know. That's a, that's a good question. That is a great question. And uh, another thing I'd like to bring up, too, is the only announcer is checkpoints, the DUI checkpoints. Right. That annoys me. I don't think that's right. Who else doesn't think that's right? Let's get some let's get some uh, community action going here. Who else does not believe? Right, give us your opinion. Do you think it's right or not? I don't feel it is. Because to me, the DUI drivers, the drivers, they that tells them that that's okay to go because they're doing checkpoints. Oh, boy. No, not, not, not me. I don't believe it. You, you shouldn't announce these. Just do it. You know what? That's a, and here's something else. Now, now, I don't know if this is going to happen or not, ladies and gentlemen. But I, I want your opinion on this. Um, well, you know what? You may, you may actually agree with this, Doug, because... 
some people, some some officers may not like to stop people, but some officers, some people, some countries, some place, states have started this already. Some places, some uh, law enforcement officers don't stop you if you speed anymore. Yeah, they got those speed camera things. Yep, and they just yeah, they got those they got those speed cams, and you can get some of them have red light ones too. And they just place a friendly little ticket right in your mailbox. Yeah, yep, 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 there's your ticket. Uh, Merry Christmas. Happy birthday. <laughs> you know, oh, yeah, a lot of people do that, yep, but I don't hear some areas they do. Uh, but that's, uh, with those uh, speed cams, there's actually an officer sometimes that's watching it, but they don't have to stop you. You're absolutely right. They got your license plate number and everything. Yep. And if your vehicle should get stolen, you have, you got to report that, that you weren't the one that was behind that wheel. You won't get that way, you don't get the ticket. Oh, wow. Yep. It's uh, part of registered owner responsibility. Anybody Anybody can say that. Yep, you're right. You're right. You're right. Like, like me, I could say... I could say that uh, I wasn't in that I wasn't in your uh, your truck. If you had one, I I could say that I wasn't in there, and then boom, that camera shows me that shows that I was. Hmm. Now, yep. um, now let me ask you something, okay? Now, well, first yep. first of all, now it is time for special events. Doug, don't you talk? Don't you? Uh, did you say we were also? Because I don't, I forget what kind of meetings they were, but these are meetings that are actually open to the public down in, in Wood. Yeah, 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 yes, uh, yep. Uh, actually, Plato down too. Oh, wow. Plato has them also. Um, yeah. Um, the Wood County Amateur Radio Club meetings. Every other month, we have one, and uh, we talk about different events and. Also, in your area, Kane, it's uh, TMRA, T-M-R-A, um, Toledo Mobile Radio Club uh, Association. Wow. So they have them, too. So you can go to those. Oh, wow, wow, wow. And, uh, and yeah, we welcome anybody. You don't have to be a, a licensed operator to be... To be there, we don't discriminate. We don't say, "Well, uh, we don't just." It's not like we're just. It's not like we're turning and looking at you. Can I see your ham radio license, please? I see your ham radio. No, we don't do any of that. Anybody wants to come, they're welcome. They're welcome to go to them. Ours is every other month, and then the other month we have club practice. We have club breakfast as well, oh, no. and uh, and uh, of course again, anybody's welcome to go to those as well. It's uh the breakfast is like the meeting. It's not that professional, and it's not it's not that. How we doing on time? We got time? Uh, yeah, yeah, we're doing good. We're doing good. All right, good. All right, good. Uh, so we have we have a lot of a lot of things that we can do 
that that we uh, that we do. We go to at the end. Let's see. We have an August, which is going to be different too. If we're the courthouse stereo, but we don't have any. We don't have the rules on it yet. But Ohio courthouses on the air. That's where we're, we're going to be. I don't know rather, I think probably on the courthouse lawn it would have to be because it's going to be on a Saturday. And uh, we're going to do that and and uh, operate on the lawn in the courthouse just to promote ham radio, to show what we do, show the public what uh, ham radio is all about. And that's what we want to do. So anybody that's at a courthouse near them, and uh, by all means, see if there's somebody not, see if there's people not out there doing that. And then we're also going to get um, a radio station set up in the courthouse here in Wood County, there pretty soon. We're going to get that set up so people can operate on their, uh, operate in the courthouse. And then we have, let's see, what is that? I think it's the 15th, I think, the 15th of this month, I think it is. We have what they call GOPA, and that's a bicycle ride. Usually there's supposed to be maps that are listed for this. They got a new director, and he's, like, slower than molasses. <laughs> Doesn't, yeah, I mean, they're blaming... They're blaming REC, our Aries coordinator, saying that he's not doing his job right. Well, how can he do his job right if you don't, if you guys aren't giving the, uh, giving the information? So, what they, what we do as ham operators is we sit out there and we watch the bicycles go by, we monitor certain intersections just to make sure nobody gets hurt or any of that. Just kind of watch out. Somebody had a broken chain, okay, we report, we report it, uh, things like that. And then we got field day coming up here some here this month here directly. Um, field day is around, again, Toledo has that too. Finley has it. Uh, I think Napoleon has it. Everybody's got field day. So field day, what that is, is an outdoor event. We put antennas up. Uh, again, the public is well to come because you don't have to have a radio license to operate on the air. As long as you're, as long as you're being supervised by a ham operator, you can still do it. It's called third-party communications. Perfectly legal. Perfectly, perfectly legal, and we can do all that stuff. And it's uh, it's a great uh, it's a great feeling. It's, a, it's good to get out and good to now ours is at the historical museum. That's up on uh, Linwood Road off of six. For those of you that know where that's at. Um, start. I think we started new. Uh, we start getting on the air at two, and we're going to have a potluck. 
So anybody wants to bring something to that, uh, they can bring something to to contribute whatever whatever it is you'd like to bring. Then uh, you're welcome. If you just bring yourself, that's okay too. Uh, usually, I'm not sure about Phil. Usually, Phil brings water, so there's always water. Uh, probably there might be pop around there. I'm not sure. Well, previous years there hasn't been. Uh, we usually have breakfast on the last day, which would be that Sunday. We have it. We usually have breakfast. Uh, bacon. We had bacon and pancakes for the last one. Pancakes and uh, it's all outdoor pancakes. events. Go ahead. Uh, you, you say what you were going to say, man? Oh, uh, Larry, uh, at the outdoor event, anyone is welcome to come to it. I know in the uh, past few years we've gotten, we've gotten rained on. If we do get rained on, we'll just probably go to the sheriff's uh, office training room or something like that, or go inside the, what they call the blacksmith shop, we'll put the radios in there and operate in there. Really? Mm-hmm. Um, now, now, let me, uh, for those people, first of all, let me point out to you, pancakes is one of my favorite breakfast foods. I just wanted to throw that out there. It's one of, That's one of my favorites. Now, for those of people, because there's so we, and one of our, for, first of all, we talked about radio etiquette in one of our past podcasts. And ladies and gentlemen, if I encourage you to go back into our previous podcasts and listen to any of our episodes that me and Doug have both had together. Um, yeah, yeah, they're all very informative. Yes, they are. And, uh, but, now for those people who are wondering, what do I have to do to get my ham radio license to be able to use a ham? Okay, yes, yes. Uh, what do you have to do? Thank you. Thank you. That's a great idea. Uh, to get your ham radio license, what do you have to do? Log on to this website. A A nine T W dot com. And the one that you'll want to take is any practice exams. Now, you'll want to take the technician part of it because you're going to be starting out as a technician, licensee. They do, there are practice tests. Uh, you can do them as many times as you like. They do not count. You can do it online as many times as you like until then, then uh, when you want to. Go to your. They actually have on. You know where Dustal Drive is. Yeah. They got the. You know where the fire safety prevention building is there. I believe so. Yeah. They do the. They do the exams right in there. Wow. They do them right there. Actually, that's where I went to get it, to do mine. Uh, what you can do is you can get a technician book from one of the ham pets. If you want, you can go to Ham Fest. They have those. Or you can always borrow one from another ham operator. If you prefer to do that. And study through the book. And then get your license. 
So you go to your, you go to the, you got, you got to be face to face to take the exam. Now me, I'm happy with being a technician license Now, technician license what, what do you get? Two meters, which means locally. 440 is another band that you can use. We have a two meter 440 re repeater here. What town actually we have two. One is Bowling Green, the other one is 146790, which is our Aries repeater. We can do that. And you can, yes, you can get your ham license by, do by doing that uh, if you want. Yeah, there's a, you started the technician. Uh, there's also two other ones, general and extra, which I have no desire in getting. That means more studying, if you want to do that. And that's also on that same website, aa9pw.com. Go down to where whatever you want to study for and try to get. But first, one step at a time, get your technician license first. And then if you want to move up, then you can. Uh, you can do, let's see, yeah, there's also six meters that you can talk on six meters. I don't have a six meter radio, but people might try to encourage you to upgrade. I'll tell you one thing, with a technician license, you don't have to. Why? Because on UHF, you can get an MD380, it's digital radio, and you can talk all over the world that way. And I do it, and it's no different. That is so cool. People, people might try to get you upgrade, but you do what you want. You got your own mind. And that's what I did, too. I, I have no desire to upgrade The license is good for, ready for this, 10 years. Wow. Before you have to renew it. And you just go on the FCC site. You can go on the FCC site, which is FCC.gov, or... There's information on your envelope, on your license when you get it. You can send it in also if you want, and then they'll renew it for you. Now, they call the W85YI group. They'll do it for you. So, definitely, so definitely you can do that, and it's a blast. Um, then also, Aries. If you want to get into the emergency coordination stuff, now what? The, the, before I get too far ahead of myself here, find a local club that can help you out, too. Find a local radio club in your area. Um, like ours in Wood County. Toledo has, Toledo has a radio club, so you can get their family. Another radio club. And uh, there's always somebody that's going to be available to help you out. Like, just because that you can't see what you're doing doesn't mean you can't do it. You can do it. And there are people that can help you. Uh, like, put your antenna up on your roof. There are people that will do it for you. Anything that you can't do that you need help with, somebody will be available to help you. But remember to be thankful, though, for that, too. Because it's their time that they're taking to help you. So, you know, one of the things I like to do 
when I have Eric or Steve or Phil come over and help me with something, you know what I do? What? I give them a can of pop. Before they leave, I give them a can of pop. I, uh, Eric programs the radio for me. He goes right, he gets ready to leave. I go, no, don't leave yet. Like, take the can of pop, I have, like that with you. He's like, thank you. Oh, no, thank you. You did it for me. That's right, Tom. You know, I, and that's the best thing to do. I want to go back to what you said a few minutes ago about how you, they said um, you can do, you can do whatever you set your mind to, ladies and gentlemen. I would just want to yep. point that out to you right now. That's exactly right. Um, yep. Also, the repeaters have. The repeaters, the ham radio club repeaters, they have a, uh, they have different sounds to them too. Some of them have different IDs. Really? Actually, while we're on the while we're on the subject, hang on a minute, I'll give you a demonstration of one. Okay. Hold on, there. Stand by, ladies and gentlemen. You're going to get a demonstration of a repeater. Um, one of the ways that. Uh, power supply here, and radio, there's different IDs to every, every uh, repeater, I'm going to do a couple of them, now, now this one that I'm going to do is our Aries repeater, first, alright, here we go, something like this. That is, that's the idea of that, and that's what they call phonetics, to give your call. So that is, that, that means uh, the letters that simulate your call, which is the phonetic alphabet. Uh, we'll go through that here in a minute. Now, would you like to hear the name of our club? Yes, I would. All right. There you go. That is our repeater. That is our club name, K-A-T-I-H. Or if you prefer, Wood County, W-H-C-R-C, Wood County Amateur Radio Club. So, yeah, that is it. And uh, Napoleon has a repeater that has a C-W-I-D, and here's what this sounds like. Sound something like this. That's Morse code. Now, that's also something you don't have to learn, but you can if you want. So that's that. And then there's then there's a simplex which. There's no demonstration for because it doesn't really do anything. It's just radio to radio, uh, antenna to antenna, where you can talk back and forth. So that's pretty neat. It's also neat. So there's so much you can do with it. Then there's also what they call APRS, which is uh, navigation. 
APRS, you can follow. Actually, we got a guy that goes that goes out that goes um, out for the winter and stuff like that, and he takes his RV. We can follow him on APRS to try out to track his moves. You know that. Really? Yeah. Very, sure can. very interesting, man. Very yeah. interesting. Yeah. Where, where you can talk on the Aries repeater, and I, I better point it out. The Aries repeater that I demonstrated to you is not just for emergencies. Anyone can use it at any given time. You can talk on it. Yes. You can do it. Now, also. Uh, let's go with the phonetic alphabet. Letter A for the phonetic alphabet. And now this, these are just letters. So, letter A is alpha. B is bravo. C would be Charlie. So, like, if your name starts with a KC, that was Charlie in it. D is Delta, which my call sign does have a D in it. So, it starts with Kilo, which means K. D is Delta. E is Echo. Simple enough, huh? Yep. F, Foxtrot. G is Golf. H, it's hotel. Yeah, that's simple enough. J, it's Juliet. Uh, uh, wait a minute, I missed one. H, I, is India. J, is Juliet. K, is Kilo. L, is Lima. So if your ball sign would have an L in it, that would be Lima, which would be phonetically. And that's only just so people can... Get your call, like if you rattle your call off. M is, get this, Mike. Wow. N is November. O is Oscar. And P is what your dad is, Papa. <laughs> Q is Quebec. That's in Canada. R is Romeo. S is Sierra. T is Tango. U is Uniform, which my call ends with a U. So, V is Victor. V is Victor.
on some club, let's talk about, do we got time to talk about club that's how we don't? Yeah. All right. Uh, let's go in here with club that's. Radio club that's. Each net has its own purpose. Some nets are random, are just rag two nets, like what we call the chit-chat. Uh, that's what ours is. Now, the purpose of our net is to also handle traffic, which would mean if you got, if you have, uh, trap, which means, uh, what, trust me, I ain't gonna explain that one because I don't understand that one myself and you don't have to. But, uh, handle traffic, um, like traffic message to give to somebody else. You can do that there. That's what ours is designed for and to participate in that operation. So, part of our, that's part of our strip. Now, each net usually has a strip. Now, my net, I'll go over ours here. Now, when I do it, I say this is, and I say KD8VWU, because that is my call sign. Opening up the Wood County Amateur Radio Club 2-meter net. And then I say this net meets each Tuesday, because it does, at 9 p.m. The purpose of our net is to handle traffic and to become familiar with net operations. All amateurs are welcome to check in at the direction of the net control operator, which would mean that they can check in when I tell them to. And then we'll go around and then we'll... Uh, when checking in, please use phonetics, which I just went over, the phonetic alphabet. Um, yeah, they use phonetics to give their to give your call. And we, uh, we also ask them to space their calls out because when two or three people step on each other, you can probably imagine what that sounds like. Real ugly, right? And, and you don't get everybody, though. So what I did was some of us do in alphabetical groups, which we do, and I kind of changed a little bit, and it helps. So like A through I stations with A through I, first letter of the suffixes, we go first and check in. But what I do is we gotta we go mobile in short time first, and you never know if people are driving or if they want to. Or if they're just going to check in and check out. And we go, the good thing is, or not, we go around twice for confidence. So some of them go around once, and some of them are just general announcements, areas, and briefness, where uh, any announcements you have regarding areas, like uh, areas meeting coming up, stuff like that, you can announce that. So, some of them are calling that for what they're intended for. And then there's also one that I like on the UHF that I check into. It's uh, called the Ham Nation after the show, where they have a Ham Nation podcast. What is on twit.tv. Twit. T W I T. TV. And it also has it on there. It actually, Ham Nation has their own uh, has their own frequency. 
uh, not the frequency, excuse me, website. And the website is, if you want to check it out, you don't have to be ham to do it. Ham Nation D Star dot net. And there that'll tell you how you can how you can get up into the, into the chat rooms and talk to people in ham radio that way, if you want. Or you can listen to what they call Brand Meister Hoseline, which is available 24 so. Um, pretty interesting stuff that you can listen to. And, uh, they, yeah, they have a nice net. And, uh, I check into it sometimes. And, uh, yeah, so it's just all about the Ham Nation show. And you can also, actually, in your case, Kane, you can listen to the Ham Nation podcast on TuneIn if you want. Um, you can listen to that. Ham Nation is the podcast name called... Is that what it's called? Yep, Ham concern, let me know and I will address it on my next show. Because if there's questions that are on there, I want to get those answered. 
Um, oh, another thing we do on ham radio is storm spotting. It's truly been a lot of fun. And Doug, thank you for coming back on the show, man. Absolutely, man. Thanks for having me. You don't know how much that means. All right. Well, God bless you all. Thank you all for listening. This is Kane Patinio with Kane's Christian Discussions slash the Doug and Kane's. Time to go. <laughs> slash the Doug and Kane Show. Over. And, and out. out.